بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful i testify that there is no true god worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger may Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam be upon the prophet and the believers of his noble family and the noble companions and those who follow on their path until the day of resurrection Slave no that's his patience concerning the one who harms him and his forbearing entails that from its benefits that his the one who does this to him may back off and retract concerning his injustice and may regret and seek apology and so returns after his harm in a state of regretfulness not only that but he may tend to be a good company or a good friend and this is the meaning of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in the noble Quran in surah fussilat 41 34 35 where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says ahsan وما يلقاها إلا الذين صبروا وما يلقاها إلا ذو حظ عظيم The good deed and the evil deed cannot be equal Repel the evil with one which is better Then verily he between whom and you there was enmity Will become as though he was a close friend But none is granted it This quality except those who are patient and none is granted it except the owner of the great portion. This was number 13. Number 14, he said, Rahimahullah, let him know that his revenge could be a means for the intensification of the evil done by his opponent. as it is witnessed so if he is patient and pardons him then he will feel secure from his evil and the person of sound intellect does not choose the greater of evils by wording the least by wording of the least and how many times it occurred that revenge have led to a greater evil such that the person becomes incapable of repelling it 15th 
than the one who accustoms himself on revenge and does not train it on patience, it's inevitable that he will fall in injustice himself. Because the self does not limit its, does not contain itself to control in a way to take its justified right, it does not stick to this, but rather it may exceed the limit because of anger. Anger then may lead the self to a state whereby the person does not comprehend what he says and what he acts on. So the person due to this may end up moving from a state of being oppressed to a state where he turns the oppressor. The harm which may be inflicted of him, may be inflicted upon him, is the cause to expiate his sins or lift him, raise him to higher degree. So, if he avenges and is not patient, it would not be an expiation for his sin, nor a raising of his rank. Seventeenth, his pardoning and his patience is one of his greatest soldiers to humiliate his enemy and to instill fear in him and from the rest of people. Because the rest of people may not be silent concerning his enemy's transgression and harm, even though he is patient and silent, the one upon whom the harm is inflicted. Now, if he revenges then all of that will go away. While in a state of patience and perseverance concerning this harm and pardoning, the people will be with him. And the people will be against the one who is inflicting the harm. But if he takes revenge, then all of this will go away. None will stand with him. Eighteenth benefit, eighteenth matter that he, Rahimahullah, Shaykh al-Islam mentioned, is that if he pardons his foe, 
then the latter would feel that he is above him. So if he pardons his opponent, his enemy, the enemy will feel that he is above him and that he won over him and will see himself lower in rank compared to the one upon whom he inflicted the harm and suffice is this as an honor and suffice in this as an honor for himself which he had attained by being which he may attain by being patient and pardoning these are some of the matters which Shaykh al-Islam mentioned in his book or in his treatise the foundations concerning sabr causing uh, relating to patience and now we know that Shaykh al-Islam in the and the concise admonition is talking about the part of the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ to Mu'adh concerning treating people with goodness and Hasmul Khuluq having good character has great merits to it from that it is a compliance with the command of Allah in the first place. قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-A'raf in chapter 7 verse 199 خذ العفو وأمر بالعرف وأعرض عن الجاهلين Show forgiveness, enjoin what is good and turn away from the foolish Don't punish them. Secondly, it is an obedience to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Obedience to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where he commanded this in many narrations. And from them is the hadith cited to be the basis for this a great and concise admonition. And the hadith of Mu'ad when the Prophet ﷺ told him وَخَالِقِ النَّاسَ بِخُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ and the people through a good ways or through good ways and good character so it is obedience to the messenger ﷺ secondly or number three such character is from the ways of taking the Prophet ﷺ as an example. We know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Ahzab in 33:21, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا 
indeed in the messenger of Allah you have a good example to follow for him who hopes in the meeting with Allah at the last day and remembers Allah much fourthly from the merits of husnul khuluq good character is lifting in rank raising in degree in fact the Prophet said in the authentic hadith reported by Abi Dawood إن العبد ويبلغ بحسن خلقه درجة الصائم القائم the slave may reach the rank of the fasting and praying one because of his good character number five حسن الخلق good character is from the greatest causes admitting to paradise admitting people to paradise the slave may reach the degree of the fasting and the praying person by his good character now fifthly it is one of the greatest causes for admittance to paradise قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أعظم ما يدخل الجنة أو ما يدخل الناس الجنة تقوى الله وحسن الخلق from the greatest things admitting people to paradise is تقوى الله having fear and awe of Allah سبحانه وتعالى and وحسن الخلق and the good character simply attaining Allah's love attaining Allah's love when the Prophet ﷺ in the hadith was asked من أحب عباد الله إلى الله who are most beloved of the slaves of Allah to Allah he said أحسنهم خلقا the best in character the one for those best in character this hadith is reported by Tabarani and Al-Haytham he said concerning it and the narrators are the narrators of As-Sahih eighth or seventh increase in prosperity and a means for increase in lifespan in the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, Husnul Khuluq, the good character, Husnul Jiwar, and the good to the neighbors, being good to the neighbors, increase the person's prosperity and they increase his lifespan. This hadith, is reported by Ahmed and al-Sheikh al-Albani rahimahullah authenticated it from the 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 eighth merit is winning the hearts of people 
making things easy and attaining security from the evil ones or attaining security against the evil ones and husnul khuluq the good character brings good remembrance by people and good mention by people and increases knowledge husnul khuluq the good character leads to comfort and good living and a safeguard against rush and pressures of this life now question is this matter of having a noble character is it something acquired meaning is it possible to acquire or not the answer is that character in addition of being something natural it is as well something that can be acquired through training and taking by the means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in surah al-Rad in chapter 13 verse 11 إن الله لا يغير ما بقوم حتى يغير ما بأنفسهم Allah will not change the good condition of a people as long as they don't change their state of goodness themselves and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-shams 91 verse 9 قد أفلح من زكاها قد أفلح من زكاها Indeed, he succeeds who purifies his own self. And the Prophet ﷺ said, إِنَّمَا الْعِلْمُ بِالتَّعَلُّمُ Very knowledge is by acquiring knowledge, seeking it. And in this same hadith, he said, وَمَنْ يَتَحَرَّ الْخَيْرَ يُعْطَهُ And the one who seeks the good, he will be given it. وَمَنْ يَتَوَقَّ الشَّرَّ يُوَقَّهُ Anyone who... try to avoid the evil will attain that will protect himself from it and this hadith was reported by Khatib al-Baghdadi and Sheikh al-Albani said that it's isnad, it's narration or narrators, the chain of narrators is hasan, is good or close to or close to being good And the Prophet said in the hadith of Mu'ad here, and treat people through good ways, through good character. So these texts and others tell that the changing of a person's condition and of 
his character is possible, not impossible. Contrary to those who may think that it is something fixed, that does not change. And had this been the case, then all admonitions and etiquettes and manners taught and so forth, and the command to be good and to keep away from despicable matters, would be futile, would be futile. And no one with sound reasoning says this. I mean, even, even animals may change their behaviors. An uncontrollable horse can be trained to safety and to yielding. And the A best evidence for this is the change of the condition of the companions. May Allah be pleased with them. Before Islam, before the advent of Prophet Muhammad Wasallam's message, they were like many other, like the rest of the Arabs, or like most of the Arabs, having harsh characters and attitudes. And when they entered the fold of Islam, they took by the etiquette of Islam, and the Iman settled in their hearts and affected their behaviors dramatically in the good sense. Rather, they became even examples to follow. Even realities now, experience in front of us, before us, is a testimony that the character can change. You see and you hear of people having bad characters, and then they change. Now, if someone is ingrained on a good character, and then he nourishes that with the etiquettes of Sharia, then this is light upon light. And this is Fadlullahi Azza wa Jal Yu'tihi man yasha'. This is the favor of Allah. He bestows it upon whom He wishes. We we'll stop here, inshallah ta'ala, and to continue the rest, inshallah, tomorrow. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ala Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.